back to another episode of the He Said, She Said podcast. I am your host, Coach Cody. I am Nina Marie. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Mm. That's what I said. You need to come over. I feel like every time we record, <clears throat> I get further and further over. We got to win. Yeah. And this is Nina Marie. Nina Marie. Nina Marie. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. I mean, I'm in my little rap mode. You know what I'm saying, y'all? Like, I'm trying to tell y'all my EP coming out. Best rapper alive. She do. She she be working on. That's something. it. She working on something for, for y'all people. Yeah. Um, I'm excited yeah. to see what us yeah. artists do alive in the season. Uh huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. The floodgates gonna open. I see that. I see the floodgates open. Remember that song? <clears throat> this episode. Clip. Well, yeah, um the title of this ep- this episode is gonna be called um, uh-huh. To Love. Yes. I'll let y'all meditate on that for a minute. Quick, I want you to type in the comment section if you feel like you're safe to love. And I mean like for real, for real, like really. Really think about that. Uh-huh. Real for real. We just gonna, as we as we give you guys a moment to put that in the comment section. <laughs> what are your? I mean, I, you you I'm, had. I'm, what are your thoughts about that one? Because um, you had gonna, you had an example. <clears throat> I'm gonna let you guys watch this clip while I think about it, and you think about it, and Nina think about it. So I play this clip. We require so much from the people that we love that we don't sit down and ask ourselves, am I even safe to love? Mm. Like the way that I respond when I'm angry, is it safe for my partner to love me? Is it safe for my partner to be to be vulnerable with me? Because sometimes when we don't get our way in relationships, the best part of you doesn't come out. And that's the part that has to change. Because sometimes we're asking for things that we haven't learned how to be for ourselves. And this is why we put so much weight on our partners to be that thing, because I haven't mastered it either. Um. So, uh, what is, um, I guess the first question is, or the first statement I'm going to make is, do I feel like I'm safe to love? Mm. I think I am safe to love. I say, hell yeah. Hell um, to the yeah. But I also you believe. No, like I'm good, bro. <laughs> You're swallowing your spit again. I'm good. I had to swallow my spit because my gum, I had gum. <clears throat> and it <throat> almost swallowed the gum. Okay. You know, so I was like, hey, one of y'all got to go down. One of y'all. Today. But um, I, I feel like, I definitely feel like I'm, a, I'm safe to love. Mm-hmm. But um, I've been, I've had experience where the people that, just because you're safe to love doesn't mean that person that is loving you is safe to love. Right, right, right. And um, it's good. And it's like, you're kind of, you know, touching on the fact that like, you might be safe to love and it's probably, you know, beneficial and, and wise for you to find someone else that's also, you know, safe to love, you know, because it's really hard to be in a relationship where there's so much of, you know, friction or unbalanced or, you know, it's one person is trying to love somebody and then the other person is just, you know, not receiving you know not willing to be open and they're not ready honestly Mm -hmm. you know and i that's a tough one for me because 
I was raised in church. And so in the way that I was raised is that, you know, you just, you don't give up on people and, you know, and, you know, one day maybe you can, you know, um, love them, uh, love, like heal, heal them. Your love can heal them or whatever, you know, but I think what God has taught me in my, uh, journey with people is that you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. And, um, I think, uh, especially in this season is that it's important that I feel my close community with people who choose me back, people who are safe to love, who are, who are, who, who I'm safe to love or they're safe to love, you know? And, um, that's that's what I need, and it's okay. Like you don't have to always be the strong person in your relationship. You don't always have to be the one that's holding all the emotional burdens of the relationship. Like that, you don't always have to be that person doing that for every relationship, and it's really not fair. You like, how are you going to pour from a cup that's not full? Like this one girl or this one lady was like, "My cup runneth over," and she said, "Whatever runneth over, that's what you get." But my cup always stays full. And I was like, oh, wow, that is something that I never really gave myself permission to, to have. Is that, Nina, you don't have to be all the way depleted to, to pour. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have the right and you can set up boundaries mm-hmm. to where like, hey, my cup ain't full. So... You ain't getting what I, you know what I'm saying? Or at least make sure there's still enough left for yourself. Mm. You know, like even if I'm, if I'm going to pour, then make sure I have something. I leave room for me to have something. Like don't, don't allow yourself to be completely empty mm-hmm. from, from, from anything. You know, I might have a half glass, but I can, at least I can pour some with Nina, you know, and I still got something left. You mm. know what I mean? Cause I think that's where the issue happens. We're so used to <laughs> pouring out love for those just keep pouring and pouring and, and pouring, pouring. And pouring and then, and, but I, but I do pouring into you, but I do believe that God can take what you don't have and he can, cause I've, I've still been a blessing when I felt depleted. I still was a blessing when I didn't really have anything to give. Like mm-hmm. somehow, like I, I remember moments where like maybe days before, I just felt exhausted. I'm like, I don't have it. I just don't, you know. And then the day that, you know, God used me to give, I was like, I didn't even have it, but I, I got it. I whatever I had, whatever He gave me, just there, it was enough for that person. And so I do <clears throat> believe that, although it isn't healthy or wise to practice living. Like making that making that a, a norm for you to just be depleting yourself to people, I do feel like God can still use you even when you feel like you don't have nothing to give. I think that's possible, you know. And that's yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, she says something in the in the clip too that we require so much from the people that we love, mm. but are we? Uh, are because we, we can't give that. Yeah, because to ourselves we can't give that. Mm-hmm. and. I, I think that's what hit me because <clears throat> there's even been situation even for me to say I'm I, I'm safe to love. There's also requirements that I put on the people that I love to to give back to me that they don't they don't have. Mm. You know, and I can't expect you know this person to 
love me unconditionally when they don't know what unconditional love is. Mm-hmm. Even when they're getting it from me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that whole pouring thing. Like I'm pouring unconditional love into you, but what are you pouring back into me? Right. You know, so it's a, it's a very, um, or, and then sometimes too, like I've been in, I've been in situations with people where they were pouring into me, but they also were pouring in their toxicity as well. Same thing when you like, you, you are, you know, you've had, but see, I also feel like people poor, or they they've they, been a blessing. That's to you, what they, they also were. That's what they thought love was. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a particular relationship that I was in where love to them was arguing, dysfunction, mm-hmm. and when you weren't arguing back and forth with them, or you didn't respond in a in a negative <laughs> way, entertain. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was. He must not really love me. Yeah. Like, this isn't love. This is not what I'm used to. Yeah. And, but in a way, again, it goes back to those requirements. Like, but this is, I can't require that person to give me that type of love when they don't even know what it is themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I had an ex-best friend who she gave to me and I always would take the things that she gave as currency for why I should stay, you know, in the relationship with her. Like, oh, okay, it's worth it because, okay, she's doing this or she's done this. But I was still abandoning my needs and still, you know, abandoning um, my self-worth by staying in a friendship that was also pouring in a lot of gasoline and throwing the fire on it as, you know what I'm saying? And, not to say that like I was just perfect in that relationship either. I was immature and, and young too. But I just remember, you know, like I just remember, you know, looking back, I'm like, even though people give to you, it doesn't mean that they're still good for you, you know? And if people aren't willing to get the help that they need and grow the fuck up, go to therapy you know, like heal, actually be honest with themselves about what they've gone through and, the, and that they have been traumatized. Like a lot of folks don't, a lot of folks don't really know or understand what trauma looks like because we're so used to seeing the, 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 the extremes trauma, like someone getting beat, someone getting raped. And we don't realize that there are, you know, at, for lack of a better term, lower forms of trauma, or I guess not trauma that looks that exaggerated or or whatever and it's still trauma and so we downplay our trauma because oh well I didn't have that so I, I must not be traumatized I'm good or we'll say oh well I'm I'm a high functioning individual and I'm doing I'm still living my life I'm still doing it so I must be okay and it's like mm, maybe you have pushed some of that trauma down <laughs> and you know at some point, some of that shit's going to start festering. You can't, you can't run from it for the rest of your life. You think you can, but you can't run from it. Some relationships are going to put a mirror to you and show you that, hey, you still got some of this shit right here. Right, right. So you need, to, you need to work on yourself because it's frustrating to be in a you know, relationship 
whether it's platonic or romantic, and the person is good, they're a good person, but they're toxic as fuck too, you know, like, and then they're, they're, they're stubborn and not wanting to get help or grow, you know, like, like you said, like they, they, they want to stay in this, this dysfunction because that's all that they know. And then here you come trying to show them a better way. And they're like, you know, and it's crazy. I think they, they, they become, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They, they, they become married to their trauma. Yes. And it's almost like, uh, they don't know what it, even if they want to get out, they're afraid because it's like, this is, this is what I'm used <clears> to. <throat> like, I'm used to being able to lash out. I'm used to being able to block you and, 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 and cuss you, you out back. and, and you just come back, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and, and for me, bro, look, I'm, I'm just, I don't think I've ever tolerated that kind of stuff. You know, I think I kind of, yeah. I mean, let me not say I don't tolerate it. <laughs> I've tolerated, but it's always been, a, it's always been a limit to it. You know, like, um, you got maybe one more time to do that and it's not going to, it's not going to end well. You know, and a lot of times I know, I think, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing. A lot of times I'm the type of person that I'll back off. Mm. I'm going to slowly back away from this situation versus sitting down and having a conversation and say, hey, bae, hey, friend, hey, brother, hey, mother. You know, like, this ain't healthy. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, Do you think that that's something that you need to work on? I think, I, think I'm, I, I definitely need to work on that. Because I think me as an individual, I'm so used to like packing up. Because you better not do that shit to me. That'll cut you out. Right. I mean, I, I can't I can't do that with her because I feel like if I were to pack up, this nigga would be at my house. <laughs> hey, nigga. I brought my stuff too, listeners. I got <laughs> where my you trauma going? Ba- I got my trauma bags too. Like, look, I got my where trauma. I got my trauma left for a reason. Shit. And this nigga packing up my trauma, bringing it right to my house. No. Yeah, <laughs> You ain't gonna leave me in my trauma down there. No, but I, I definitely think I'm. The, mm-hmm. I, I've gotten to a place where I'm realizing that some situations and certain certain relationships require you having to uh, deal with them head on, mm-hmm. versus just saying uh-uh, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. No, no. Um, and I've always been the type of person. I've always been a. I've been a runner. I'm a track star. Look, you, once you start irritating me too much, I'm like, hey, ah, uh, this is uh, this mine's and this is mine's, and uh-huh. I, I'm, I'm get the fuck about uh, here. I'm gonna get about here. You know, <laughs> a lot of times I always I prefer for that person to leave me, so we all just be good, but that, not mm-hmm. realizing that that creates even more trauma and dysfunction. I just allowing that person to, because because then the person leaves thinking that. What they, what they, the way they treated you and the way they interacted with you is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm up here being a whole certified life and relationship coach, and I'm just letting these trauma mamas is what I'm gonna call them. <laughs> trauma mamas and trauma poppies, poppies with snoppies hey. on the toppies. Yeah. Ooh, I spit one hot bar right there, cuz <laughs> there is a hot bar. Mm. Spit hot fire. 
fire. Dai Coach Cody rapping dai on the tire. Dai line, dai line. Like, I don't know why I can't say that word. <laughs> oh, shout out to DJ Mac, man. Everybody hey, about DJ, DJ Mac. Mac. You know what I'm we love you, bro. We love you. <laughs> what do you say? Is he say Brooklyn? Are you from Brooklyn or something like New York in the building. <laughs> DJ Mac. Y'all, y'all, I'm putting DJ Mac stuff in the way. Y'all, if y'all need a DJ, hit up my boy hey, DJ Mac. That's that nigga Nicky right there. Mac. Smack tack on a quick crack. Just call me a Mac. Cause he got it like that. Hey. DJ Mac. Oh, we need that need to be an intro, bro. You need, to, you need to hit me up, bro. It's DJ oh, Mac. Lord. Oh my God. Here oh. I am. Sign seal delivered. I'm yours. Change the whole song. I don't know. I mean, that's just what I thought. But um, yeah, um, so uh <laughs> Uh, we was talking about. See, why we be getting distracted? Distracted. We need a, we need a, we need a producer to be like, hey, 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 y'all, come on hey. back. <laughs> really back in. But no, I was going to ask you, you know, because, you know, the the realistic thing about relationships that people are going to come with their trauma, period. You know, you can't mm-hmm. avoid that. And so, you know, what for you do you think, you know, is an acceptable uh, I guess acceptable trauma. Acceptable in in regards to like what someone is willing to work through with someone, you know? Because like you said, you have people who they're good, but they're not trying to change and grow. You know, mm-hmm. like their flaws are not that, that that they have, whether they see them or they don't see them, they're not trying to grow. They're not trying to do anything about it. They're comfortable, you know. But then what about you know? Where is the, I don't know, where's the where's balance the, or, you know, of trying to like, you know, because we all, everybody got trauma. Everybody. Everybody, yes. Um, I think that all depends on the two individuals. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, and, and what your trauma level is going to want to be. Um, you know, my trauma level might be different from yours. Mm-hmm. Their trauma level might be different from, from, from ours. Um, but also, something that I'm learning in this season, too, is knowing when to, to, to draw boundaries or create a boundary with mm. individuals. Like, ooh. ooh. Gerd. That's my gerd, y'all. Getting to you. That's my gerd. <laughs> I caught the gerd from this nigga. I didn't have no gerd. was contagious. Oh, Lord. Airborne. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think it, I, I've learned to start to create boundaries. Um mm. Like I'm not, I'm just in a season where I'm. You, you're not gonna be uh, feeding negativity into my life and in my spirit. You be, you be out. You know, um, you out. I, I just ain't gonna do it this season. So I don't care how good I love you and how much I like you and how much I, I love to look at you and spend time with you. Look at you, you know, your pretty eyes, your beautiful light body, pretty little girl, your pretty hair. <laughs> All of that stuff. I, I just, I just, I'm not going to do it, mm. you know? Um, I think for me, I think, you know, I always said to myself, you know, um, when it comes to like dating now, that I'm a little bit more aware um, that. That's a good word. Yeah. Being aware. Yeah. Now that I'm a little bit more aware, I'm, on, I'm not looking for perfect, but I am looking for someone that is humble and that is 
ambitious to grow because I'm ambitious to grow. I think that when you have two people and this, like I said, this is just my requirements. If you're not ambitious to grow, don't come over here because you're not going to like it when I hold a mirror to you and you're not going to like it when I hold you accountable. You're going to think that I'm attacking you or whatever. Oh my God. The you text. know, you go, you, that's the word. That's the word they use. Why are you attacking me? Attacking you? I'm trying to defend myself. You, you, what is, you demon. Now that's me attacking you. You demon. Like, I'm trying to help you. don't have you. to defend. You don't have to defend. Is that, is that a defense thing? And it's like when people aren't used to being held accountable a certain way or whatever you want to call it and they're used to getting praise or, you know, yes men or, you know, people just think like, hey. I'm not going to lick ass and, you know, call me Sally or whatever. Well, like, words, I'm, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to stop talking. But I was like, let me just keep rolling. <laughs> so you just came up with that one, huh? I'm not going to. I'm not going to lick your ass. I mean, I don't know, kiss your ass, but I, I'm definitely not going to lick it, though. But, you know, it's not like my grandma should be saying that. I ain't lick you. You bring it in. I ain't gonna lick your ass. What, Grandma? <laughs> I'm not. I don't want you to do that. Well, what I'm trying to say, okay, is that I just you can't be a you can't be a, a, a pillowcase. You can't be a soft ass pillowcase, man. Like you're gonna have to be someone that. And I love the fact that, like, you know, my little small little tulips, my little community, my my peoples. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pizza. Okay. They're gonna be the thumbnail. Right. Um, but yeah, like they want to grow. Like they're not opposed to being held accountable. They respect, you know, um who I am. They were they honor, you know, my uh constructive criticism that I give them, and then we can we respectfully we respectfully disagree. Like if they don't agree, we just don't agree. You know what I'm saying? But um, they're, they they understand that growth is necessary in a healthy relationship, and I, I think that's that's for me. Like, if you're somebody that you know you're you're coming into my life or whatever, and you're not willing to change certain things that are that are toxic for me, you got to get the fuck up out of here. Okay, I know everybody has their trauma, and everybody had, they're working through their shit, but if it's if it's something that is like directly affecting me and my mental health in a way that is just not conducive for me to to live my best life and live a soft life. <laughs> you gotta go. Get. Okay. You gotta get cut. You're clipped. You're gone. Get on out of here. Okay. See you later. Hasta la vista. I, I was trying to rhyme and it just... I oh, just, see. Just, yeah. He got me there. Yeah. Because <laughs> nothing rhymes with hasta la vista. Hasta la vista. Um, baby. Uh, Who you want to meet you? But you were talking about okay. account- mm-hmm. uh, being accountable, holding yeah. the person accountable. Yeah. Um, I think that is one of the most <clears throat> um, uncomfortable places to yeah. be. Uh, not just for yourself, but also for your partner or your friend mm-hmm. to kind of hold them accountable, but also hold yourself accountable for being a friend to them. Yeah. Um, I just had a situation 
that occurred where somebody was like, you got to tell that person the truth, you know, about they might be a little, they might not be able to get along with, you know, they that might part. be, they might not be able to get along with. And I've always been the type of person like, look, man, I ain't got to tell you nothing. Like, you know, you got a problem, you know, you know, people don't get along with you. You know this. You told me that you don't get along with a lot of people. But then another thing too, they also have to be able to like respect, the, you know, you know how some folks, you do a lot for them and they know that you do a lot for them, but they'll respect somebody else's word over yours. That's true. And that's what I was just going to say. <sighs> it, it'll be harder for them to receive it from, from me. From yes. me versus mm-hmm. somebody else. And that's, that's wise though. Like if you decide, like I think that there's nothing wrong with that. If you know that you have tried, you know, to impart in someone, yeah. at some point you need to wean it on back and realize and accept that, hey, yeah, you're not going to, you know, receive it from me. So I'll let you live your life and, you know, yeah. you'll receive it from who you need to receive it from. Right. And, 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 and by the, and, but, but at least, but at least try. Give it mm-hmm. a try. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I ain't tried. Because I'm a little bit stubborn you, when it comes to those things. I'm like, look, you, you, ain't my, you ain't my problem. You know? I, and I, But I think I don't think I've ever tried in this aspect that, of like okay. just telling them, mm-hmm. hey, like, yeah. you might have a problem. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, and, 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 and I think for me, it's almost like I'm, because I am the closest one to them, mm-hmm. I think people are looking for me to be e- accountable. I'm about to say accountable. Don't y'all be catching the spirit. Catch catch spirit in the comment section. But um Yeah. Um I think people are looking for me to be the one to be be the accountable one and say, hey, mm-hmm. um, this, 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 and this. Right. And again, like I said, I'm just I'm just the problem I have is I, I'm again, I told y'all before, I'm a runner. I would much rather say, hey, um, yeah, you, you got to get the fuck out of here. Mm-mm-mm. Get somebody you else to do to it. Go. Get somebody else to do it. Get somebody else to do it. Because I, I, I'm like, look, it's, I, it, ain't, it ain't worth it. But mm-hmm. this made me think, like, how, what is your level of accountability? Because if you're you being accountable to that individual having that conversation, what if it jeopardizes the friendship? Is it worth it? Yes, it is. I think that any I heard I saw this they might not they might not receive it well, and then they don't want to be around you no more. I saw this quote and it says that any conversation that you have with someone where it ends, you know, and I'm and when I say any conversation, I'm talking about like you know these types of conversations. If you can't have hard conversations with those that say that they love you and that you love them and then they choose to leave, the the relationship wasn't strong to begin with. And so and that that has been that has been tried and true for my life. Anytime I've had a relationship that I was unsure about the fragility of it or even the 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 durability of it, have a hard conversation. Have an argument. Have it and have it and then see what happens. Sometimes it only takes one hard conversation for them to dip. Yeah. Sometimes it only takes sometimes it takes several conversations. But I, I do I, I I do know one thing. Like me, Brittany, and this nigga right here, like I can have a hard conversation with him and I 
he's been tested in my life that when shit is, you know, not great, he's not just going to dip because it's not great. And it's like, I do think that in those types of relationships, I think something will occur within y'all's friendship where you'll see that they have, they choose you over and over and over and over again. You know, you'll, you'll see them choose you and then they'll say, you know, they'll say it. There's just something happens. You know what I'm saying? I can't, you know, pinpoint what happened between me and him or, or, or my friend Brittany, but like, I just know that like there have, there are things are in me. The, the great thing that I love about her is that she doesn't just do this with me. She tries to do this with all her, all the people that she loves. Same thing with Dakota. Don't 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 die now. Um, same thing with same thing with Dakota. Like I've, he hasn't just been loyal and 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 long suffering with me. He's done it with most of his relationships and his friendships. So it's like you'll see the fruit, you know, in that person's life. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then they have to also, you know, show it to you as well. So. Right. Um, there was a couple of things that you touched on mm-hmm. in that, that little Nina nugget that you dropped. <laughs> I was like, oh, Bing. Man, all right, I'll, wake me up when you're done. Shut up. Wake me up when you're done. Um, I am long-winded. <laughs> right. Sound like, no, nah, I, I was going to say a name, but I'm not, not going to do it. I'm just not going to do it. Got cons on my feet from your long witted ass. What what was the points? Golly. I'll explain after the recording. Oh, so you don't I thought you said there was a couple of things that, that I touched on. Yeah, I am, I am. Uh, oh, okay. You touched on uh see I'm getting so I'm getting old. Sidetrack. Mm-hmm. I get sidetracked see, very easily and then the now mind I don't just even goes. Know. I don't know. I just don't even remember now. Now I'm doing know. that little now I'm doing that uh Emoji, the one with the little hand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope y'all get that. Um, I literally just lost my train of thought. Um, yeah, I just knew that was gonna happen. That's why I'm like, but you do that too, bro. Don't be coming for. Don't be coming for me. Shag you do. I've been on the roll. Um. Yeah, uh, uh, I literally lost my train of thought there. Man. We were talking about um, tra- tra- uh, people, uh, the, the fruit. You'll see oh, the fruit okay, from okay. that person's life. Um, I think when you are, <clears throat> we're the type of people that we we have this. Um, Je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. We just have this, that. that's just in us to, 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 to kind of. Give off that type of a that love. type of a love and mm-hmm. loyalty. It's just who we are, and yeah. it, it comes off naturally. And it shows um, up in our lives. Yeah, and I think one reason for me can't speak for you, mm-hmm. or Brittany, but one one thing for me is like I'm so used to doing that. So when no when somebody doesn't receive it, I'm like, well, I know I'm a, I know I'm a, I know I'm I know I'm loyal. Mm-hmm. I know what I did for you is is is, and how I stood here and rock with you was. Was a hundred percent me. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> how did you? <clears throat> how did you keep that confidence? Because even in your experiences, that can wear at your confidence. You know, how did you? 
you know, keep that self-awareness. Like, no, I know what I did for you, nigga. Like, I think because I think when you are genuinely doing it from the heart, mm. it doesn't matter how they respond. Mm. You know, it doesn't matter if they accept it or not. You know, like I, I look back at some of the friendships that I had and the mm. loyalty that I have for them. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know I gave you my all. So I think Jews it, are it, damn it, like- it, it probably would offend me <laughs> if what they were saying didn't uh, add up. For example, there was a situation that took place with me where individuals said that they felt in their spirit about something. And that something that they felt was very off. This wasn't right. And people I, get up and, at church and they think that they just they just spiritual all of a sudden. And 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 I don't even think they it was think I don't even a, think it was a, be honest with you, I don't even think it was a church thing. I think a lot of people just because you feel something does not mean yeah. it's the spirit. That okay. Part. That it might be your insecurity. Yeah. Come on. That might be your that might be your that, that might be your trauma. That might be your dysfunction. That might be your daddy issues. That might be your mama. Nah, I'm stuck. That that's what it might be. Yeah. I'm not saying what it is because I didn't feel in my spirit that it was either one of them. Okay. But I got offended by that. You know. I'm gonna just say this. I begin offended when people say they feel something in the spirit and it's not right. Like I had somebody tell me in their spirit, I feel in my spirit that such and such is your wife. And I was like, um, I don't feel it. And I was offended by that. Like the whole service. I was like, Bruh. Um, no. You know? Now if something does resonate with my spirit, then I'll be like, you know what? Man of God, woman of God, you are so right. Right. But it, I'm tying that back into the fact that... It happened to me today, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I just hate, like... Don't tell me who my husband is. And most times people be doing that. We put this spirit of fear on women or, or pe- men in the church to get married. Oh, you need to get married. Yeah, okay, I don't need to get married. But I'm not going to get married just because I need to get married because I'm Christian. You know, you got a lot of people who do that and then they end up divorced <clears throat> and so i don't think that you, this is why you need to know yourself and you know damn well you like curvy booties or you like you know woman with you some, like some, what you like you like what you like and this person i'm here talking about yeah i, I feel like i mean hey don't don't you know don't you never know what God will do, and then they'll put those words together. I'm just like that. Hey, I'm 34 years old. I'm a grown ass woman. That don't scare me, and that does not persuade me to 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 turn my. No, I like what I like, and if I, I don't think God's gonna like give me something that I just that's completely not even what I like, you know. And typically, if I if it's not my type, it organically, you know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It, but it's not forced. So, back, back the hell up. Yeah. Um, she started preaching again, y'all. Uh, I like this. Uh, but I, it was some nuggets, though. I like this. Nah. Um, but uh, seriously, uh, back to what you were saying. Like, if <clears throat> I think my, my confidence came from just knowing... Uh, that boy, that boy, that boy. I'm sorry. I just had to. 
I just gotta give. Look at this, boy, fresh. Oh yeah, y'all, you know y'all. I got a haircut, y'all. I mean, I cut the locks off. You feel me, bro? Like, good also. He, 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 like you know, I love it. Shout out to my the barber. Mouth, I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you down in the uh, comment <laughs> section so they can comment to you. My All bye, right. my bye, my bye. <laughs> But um, oh, yeah, confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back to the confidence thing. This confidence right here. This gave me confidence. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you get fresh haircut, boy, you be like, bye. You ain't gonna say nothing, man. Talk to me. The ugliest nigga in the well, neighborhood. Don't talk to me. What you mean? Be the ugliest nigga in the neighborhood. But he got a fresh haircut. Now he, now he, now he gonna take my girl. <laughs> okay, <laughs> bruh, <laughs> bruh, go back down now down the street with that. Okay, stay on your ne- stay on your side of the neighborhood. Silly, silly. Yeah, out of here, bro. Get out of here. The man boobs. Cause you got a haircut, and then you now, now you're gonna say, "My girl, okay, buddy, all right." Then. Man boobs. All right. Then. No offense to anybody out there who has man boobs. I've dated a couple of men who have man boobs. I'm okay with man boobs. Okay, as long as long as you got a little meat on you, you can't be, you know. Oh, so you can't be skinny and have man, man boobs. boobs. That's that. You look like me. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> Woo. <clears throat> that, that that whole thing that, went, that, that went left really quick. Right. <laughs> come on back over here. Okay, come yeah, like confidence. Um, I think I gained my confidence because I, I knew Oh, 